only, if only, if only, if only you people knew um, what goes on in real in my real life. Um, just dealing, dealing, dealing with shit, man. It's, it's 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 a lot. So, me saying that, the message to you is, you know, don't let the shit you're going through in life get you in any shit. And think, just think before you speak, people. Um, <laughs> we all have lapses of judgment from time to time. And we all kind of say things, you know, that we don't mean. Well, not, not that we don't mean. It's just that, you know, <laughs> when I speak, it hurts people for some reason. I don't know. I don't yell. I don't scream. I don't curse. But, you know, when I speak, uh, <laughs> I guess what I say kind of, you know, gets to a point and you know it is what it is people um life life shall go on and um it's just <laughs> good god sweet baby jesus me in my mouth man let me tell you um <laughs> welcome welcome people I'm gonna get you through this show tonight i am not <laughs> i'm not high like i was last show so um that was <laughs> that show i was all over the place man um but it's still I'm, there's some jewels in that show. And um other than that, you know, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to the business of this show. And um <laughs> the amount of money I've made so far is surprising to me. Even though it's not that much, if I'm just keeping it in your butt with you people, it's not even a hundred dollars. But the fact that I've only been doing this for a certain amount of time and um I'm actually making money off of it, it is <laughs> It does it does something for the mental part of it, and um, yeah. So listen, all you if you have a passion and you have something you feel you can do that contributes to the state of to the state of fuckery we live in, do it. Do it now before uh before it's all over, man. Uh, welcome to the show. This is PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. Um, I am the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. I am here to tell you my perspective on things, and um. Just go over, go over some news. Uh, hold on, for the love of sweet baby Jesus, man. I was outside um, just watching the wind blow rather erratically and uh, blow trees all over the place, like not knocking them down or uprooting them. but And then came like a mini hurricane. And um, you can say that this is normal. I live in New York, for one. Um, and you can tell me that this is normal or this is the new norm or whatever you might want to call it, but um, this shit ain't normal, B. Uh, this weather that we've been having definitely is not normal. Um, the weather all over the world is not normal. But I'm not, I'm not here to get into that uh, tonight, just for the record. Um, but it is. It was just a trip out there, just watching the wind blow the trees back and forth, and then just a pile of rain that came down, and um. There's probably some places flooded right now, but yeah, it's none of my business. Um, I'm safe. Hope you're safe. And uh, that's it. Uh, first of all, let me just touch on a couple of things. Um, just things that caught my attention, and I was just like, wait, hold on. Like, is this for real? First of all, first off, Jesse Smollett is still free. How? I don't know um, who he knows. I... That Obama plug is serious. Uh, I don't know how he's still free. Um, Jeffrey Epstein is still in a cell. I mean, 
the last, I did a show called Only Poor People Go to Jail. But if he's sitting in there, he they got some serious evidence on him if uh if that's the case. And as I said, I hope um I hope that for my sake he is I hope he snitches on everybody. Cause that whole web did I did I ever mention the uh sixty minute special? I think it's called Lies, spies, and predators, or sixty. Just go YouTube, sixty minutes Australia, and you'll see um, how corrupt uh, England is when it comes to this whole pedophilia thing. So this Jeffrey Epstein thing is not anything new, and as I told you, it's way bigger than you think. Uh, the Vatican, the Vatican, the Catholic Church, the biggest, the biggest pedophile ring in existence, and um, nobody goes to jail. Nobody. So, you know, there's that that's going on. Um, then what else? What else is with that? and links with the Epstein thing? Oh, oh, this con man gangster in office. Sweet. Why is he still holding rallies? Like, why? You know, this, he doesn't do press conferences, but he'll hold rallies. And um, just because it's only his supporters at these rallies. And um, good God. For the for the love of me, they were chanting "Send her back." When he mentioned uh, Rep. Ilhan Omar, uh, I don't even know. You know, the bad movie is only getting worse in terms of that guy and um, the government that some people believe in so heavily. Salute, cousin Reem. Salute. Um, but yeah, the government that the people believe in so heavily and they think does no wrong. Uh, they do the most wrong out of everybody. They just they just arrest you to stop you from doing it. And that that's, you know, salute, Cousin Reem. I'm trying to get you to understand that in the process. Um, but he's still battling this thing called the squad. And I read something that said, you know, one story gets pushed out of the headline by another. I just want everybody to motherfucking focus on this Epstein thing. And can we not... Uh, let this pass in the night like Ed Buck and uh, Stephen Collins. Can we please? I know he's in jail now. I, I know. But um, he's too he's too rich. And he knows too many people. And the people who he knows are probably um, going through it mentally right now, wondering when their day is going to come and when they're going to get that knock on the door. And um, I'm just waiting for that shit show to begin. And um, so this way, this way it can expose... Some things that have been rumored to be going on for the longest now. And um, just <laughs> there's just nothing that's going to be done about it. And that's just what it is. I, I just can't believe we live in a country where we have a con man holding rallies. And they're chanting, send her back. And uh, as I said in the last show, I don't, I'm not saying he's not racist. Let me just make that clear. I'm not saying that he's not racist. What I'm saying is this was more an example of it was sexism with a tinge of racism attached to it. And um I just don't I don't know. Sweet baby Jesus. Like what what world are we living in that this is a thing? Like how this became bigger than the Epstein thing, I don't know. But you know, the media manipulates people who can't see through the bullshit. And um that's what it is. And it's truest and most basic form is bullshit and um 
I hope he snitches on everyone, everyone involved. The Clintons, the Trumps, the uh, congressmen, the senators, lawyers, doctors, whoever is in his book. I hope he exposes them. And um, <laughs> it's going to be too shocking for everyone to take hold of, I swear to God, man. Um, I don't know anything. Let me not say I'm an insider and I know people who he co- cavorts with. I don't. But um, it's a dirty, dirty world out there, so just just be aware of that. Um, just to update, yo, it's going to be a heat wave here in New York for the next three days, I believe. Um, I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not doing the show for the next three days. I promise you. Um, I might. It depends on how things work out. But I, I don't think uh, your boy don't work good in the heat. And uh, I'm just telling you that so you know. So don't you know. You're gonna get. I'm gonna upload one tonight, and then I'm gonna upload this one either tomorrow or Friday, and then yeah, that's it for a couple of days until it cools off out this bitch. Um, now, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I feel like I have to mention this. These are two other things that I have to mention, and uh, I, I just <laughs> I have to. Um, I saw something the other day um, that's. <laughs> Listen, I love everybody. I just want to make that clear. I love everybody. I uh, I don't have anything. I don't have. Hold on, before before I proceed forward, um, your con man who said he didn't know uh, Jeff Epstein or he wasn't a fan of the guy or whatever he said to try to distance himself from it. A video has now surfaced from him and Epstein partying together, where um. Well, they're talking about women. And, you know, it's going to be a dirty, dirty thing when it does come out. Um, but, yeah, as I was saying, um, I love everybody. I don't care what your preference is in terms of <laughs> whoever you're boning or whatever you're doing. Um, let's just <laughs> let's just understand. Um, Dwight Howard, I just want to talk. I just want to talk about Dwight Howard. And I just, <laughs> if you don't know um, about Dwight Howard, listen, it's not news. Let me just say this. Whatever you do in your personal life, that's your business. But um, Dwight Howard, <laughs> he allegedly got caught out there on uh, some, some audio recording of an alleged transsexual that he had a relationship with, and um, <laughs> long story short, he sat down with the uh, Fox Sports Kristen Leahy for an episode of Fair Game, and he uh said he's not he's not he's not gay. I'm not judging him either way. If he is or if he isn't, it's not it's none of my fucking business. Uh, it goes same goes for Young Buck and uh, you know Mr. C, whoever it may be, but um. <laughs> yeah, sweet baby Jesus he's in a lawsuit that was filed against him in March by Mason Elge who has said the eight time all-star was in a romantic relationship with him and harassed him into signing a non-disclosure agreement after their alleged relationship was over uh, Howard <laughs> Howard told Leahy the situation set him free and also upset him because he didn't know who the person was 
Why would somebody who I never met, never had any contact with, make up a whole story about me? And I saw all the hate, the pure hate from people. And I have never met before, just, I have never met before, just pile up everywhere I went. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, listen, I'm going to decline to comment anything crazy on the whole thing. But it, uh, it was like an audio recording, if you don't know. It's probably on the VOG podcast page somewhere within the thousands of posts that I have posted on that page already. But it's... it's uh, <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, man. Dwight Howard of the Houston Rockets, man. Um, will he ever play in the NBA again? That's That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if he's still on contract or if he plays with the team. Or what? <laughs> Yo, this is the sad part. And I was a kid when this happened. I'm like, they're going to treat him like they treated Magic at first. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, yo, listen. All I'm going to say in regards to this is, all right, just in reality. I'm not laughing at anybody's sexuality or anything like that. But as many dudes as they are in the NBA and the NFL – and whatever other professional sports league out there, um, there's some, there's some, there's some men, there's some gay men in those within those leagues. There's just like they are gay musicians and gay rappers, and things of that nature. Will it ever be accepted? I don't have anything against it. I, I don't care what people do, but uh, <laughs> will it ever be accepted? In my head, in my head. It's the only thing I'm going to say about this. I'm like, it's just, this is from my perspective. People who, it's going to sound horrible. People who aren't gay don't have to say, I'm not gay. And then continue on with uh, somebody I never met made up a story. And I, I don't know about the audio recordings. He didn't say anything about the audio recordings, but that, that was just, sweet baby Jesus. These are the things that I get distracted by when I should be focused on Jeff Epstein. Let me tell you, man. Um, if you haven't seen the video, please, please do check it out and um see what you see what you think about it. And uh just let me know. And um uh uh speaking of let me see what I'm gonna go with first, actually. Actually, hold on, since I'm on just some real random fuck shit. Um this was like two days ago, maybe. Uh Yo, somebody's fucking up. $825,000 in heroin seized from an Essex County home. Man was charged with running dr a drug mill. A 30-year-old New Jersey man ran a heroin, mill out of a, a heroin mill out of an apartment along the Garden State Parkway in Irvington, authorities said. Sean Henderson of Elizabeth was arrested Thursday when investigators found 71,000 individual doses of the drug with a street value of about $825,000. If somebody's snitching or something, something different is going on, because for years, all these busts wasn't happening. They just busted a J.P. Morgan ship with uh, 20 tons of coke. Can somebody... Somebody's fucking up. People are going to die over this. I mean, I'm not involved. I don't know any of the inside details of any of these things. That's just a disclaimer. Just first and foremost, I'm not paranoid enough to think somebody big is listening to this, but whatever. Um, that's $825,000 worth of H, man. 
Um, he's charged with maintaining a narcotics production facility, possession with the intent to distribute, and other related drug offenses. Authorities also found 150 grams of raw heroin, packaging materials, respirator masks, scales, rubber bands, and empty folds in the Irvington home. Good God, man. You see, and they busted him because they caught him in a lift with the keys to the apartment. And then they went in, they went in the apartment, and um, the state attorney general's office announced the raid of a major drug production mill less than about two blocks away in Irvington, linked to 33 overdose deaths, arrested four people, and recovered more than $500,000 in drugs. And that was last week. So... uh, it's 1.3 mil worth of drugs off the streets. <sighs> yeah, it was funny. Um, <laughs> I have a plug who who kind of works in in an office. That's all I'll say. And uh, we we started discussing these task force and these raids and um, these big drug busts that are going on. Just all over the place. And it's pretty much, remember, I love everybody. Um, It's pretty much because a certain ethnicity or a certain certain culture is dying more off of these drugs. Heroin in particular, heroin and opioids, opioids in general. Um, There's a certain race or um, culture that seems to be perishing more than anybody else off of these drugs. Now, in the crack era, it was different. But now, you know, only the dealers get arrested, and uh, it's it's a it's a dirty, dirty game, as I was uh, saying earlier. And anything linked to an opioid death gets treated very, very seriously. And it's not because the victim had drugs on them. They want to know where they got the drugs so they can arrest them and give the addict some help. Um, It's completely the opposite of the crack era, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, But that was the discussion. It was just like, good God. Like, there's a huge difference in the, the, the disparity in the way they treated one as opposed to how they're treating the other. It's a... Now that, that might be racist. I don't know who you are, but that might be racist. Um, I, it's just it's just crazy to me, man. But that's 1.4 mil worth of heroin uh, off of the streets. And uh, there's one person in jail, but there's going to be a drought, and there's going to be a lot. Somebody's, somebody's going to die off of this. And uh, nobody, nobody, nobody likes to acknowledge this stuff except for me. And... Uh, it is what it is, man. Um, but that's 1.3. I mean, 825 plus 500. Oh, whatever the second batch is worth. Yeah, it's a lot of drugs, man. Uh, the chain is broken. I don't know who broke it. I'm not giving the con man credit for it. But I think with all the people that he has not working or every, the way he has everything in disarray, more of these busts are happening. And um, <laughs> people are going to die off of this. Um, anyway, 
Now, this is a story that I, 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 I just found completely, completely interesting. Um, you know how you say people blacked out and they use it as a form of self-defense? And, you know, I love, I love everybody. But uh, the headline said, Newark cop blacked out before killing a strange wife after shooting her boyfriend. Remember that show I did about our police emotionally disturbed people? Um, <laughs> this is one of those stories that goes to prove it, man. A New Jersey police officer says he blacked out when he learned his estranged wife had a boyfriend in her bedroom before he fatally shot her and shooting the other man multiple times, a court affidavit revealed. Good God, man. Newark Police Lieutenant John Fromasano called a home on Mirror Place in Jefferson around 11 p.m. on July 14th to talk to his wife, with whom he was going through a divorce. Uh, Good God, man. So this dude was basically outside her house when he called her. (laughs) Yo, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to read you out of this, man. Um, The wife identified, uh, I'm not going to say her name, told the boyfriend in the home with her that she saw a flashlight outside and Formasana was outside. The panicked wife exited the bedroom, locking the door behind her. The boyfriend identified as, that's nothing, neither here nor there, said he heard Christine yell, he's got a gun and call 911 before shots were fired. He then broke down the bedroom door, repeatedly shooting the boyfriend in his thigh, abdomen, arms, and hand. Good after. Good God. Christine, (laughs) the wife fled the residence in White Rock, desperately trying to get into neighbors' homes for help as she was badly wounded. Good God, man. A witness said she saw he fired at the neighbors' houses. Good God. Yo, I just, I'm just reading the story, and I can't believe it, man. I feel bad for the kids because they had kids together. And, um, yo, that shit don't stand, man. I mean, it don't add up to me. You can't. It's not blacking out when you. You can't be that blacked out. You bust in the home, shoot somebody, chase somebody, shoot at the neighbor's house. Like, at what point did you come back to consciousness? Consciousness. And they said they found him in his car with the gun in the trunk. I really need to keep a track on this story and kind of follow up with this one because this is crazy. I want to see if he gets away with this bullshit because I told you. I told y'all there are two justice systems. If this was anybody else, um, this wouldn't even be a defense that they could use. Unless he's setting up for um, some sort of insanity plea. Um, He said he was at the home to drop off a pair of glasses when he he suspected his estranged wife had a man in the bedroom, causing him to black out. He told law enforcement that he remembered firing his gun multiple times at Christine and the boyfriend. So at what point did you black out? This is what I'm trying to figure out, man. Officials found the kids unharmed and removed them from the house. The boyfriend, who was conscious but bleeding, was rushed to Morristown Medical Center Trauma Hospital with life-threatening injuries, and he is now recovering. But the wife is dead. He was a 24-year veteran man 
charged with murder, attempted murder, two counts of endangering the welfare of a child, and weapon possession. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> yo, me and, me and Cousin Ray arguing about this one. I'm like, yo, cops need to tra- be trained different. And he's like, no, nah, it's not the cops, it's the people. And I'm like, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's an authority thing. Like, they're on the drug called authority, as the great Troy Terrain once said when he did a show called Stop the Police. Um, and it's just crazy. Once I've read the story, like, this is this is how crazy it was. I saved the article for the show. I apologize for the dead air while I was reading the story, but I was just like, good God. Like, this is nuts, man. And they even say he blacked out. I can't black out and yell at people when nobody gets physically hurt because it's a problem. But this dude is using it in the defense after after he bucked people multiple times. Like, yo, it's just it's a dirty, 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 dirty game, man. And um, you, you can't say I didn't tell you. You can't say I didn't tell you, man. Um, now, touching on another story that I wanted to touch on, um, I think I already said this, man. <laughs> Listen, the crypto, the fall of the petrodollar is here. We have to understand that. And um, the government, even the government here in America, is even saying that uh, they're weaponizing cryptocurrency because it's a way around U.S. sanctions, pretty much. And it's uh, Venezuela, China, Iran, and Russia. And they are using cryptocurrency at an increasing rate. Venezuela has already launched launched the national crypto, and China recently accelerated its plans to do the same. Russia, meanwhile, is piloting multiple blockchain projects, seeking to develop a strategic advantage. And on Saturday, Iran unveiled plans for a gold-backed cryptocurrency. Now, I say this because I touched on it before, and I... I'm just warning people. I didn't invest in Bitcoin, and I, I damn well should have. Trainer, what up, man? Um, so the petrodollar. I think I explained it in one of the past couple of shows that I did. And uh, listen, maybe about a year or two ago, I kind of um, I started watching documentaries and things of that nature on on uh, the fall of the petrodollar and how the oil market is so volatile because of the dollar and things of that nature. Now, (laughs) the fall of this here empire is already happening, but it's just being accelerated at levels I don't think people understand. And um, this crypto thing... (sighs) I think that might be the end of it. Uh, this country, I mean, it was dominant because it would kill people. It's just pretty much the gist of it. But I think those days are over. And um, this crypto thing, and I'm just seeing more and more articles about it. And when you start to see more and more articles about something, it's probably been true for a while, but they're just now making it public knowledge. And... uh yeah, I'm not saying this is scary or anything like that. Uh, I don't have any Bitcoin. I don't own any Bitcoin. But this whole crypto thing, that might be the last straw. 
And uh, once the American dollar collapses and other economies can somewhat prosper, uh, third world country status will really kick in. Even though I've been trying to tell people, like we're we're a third world country, we just have electricity and entertainment, and uh, <laughs> we had clean water everywhere. But uh, once this is just my perspective. Once the whole crypto thing really kicks in and uh, other countries start using a currency outside of the U.S. dollar, it's it's over with. Like, if you think it's bad now, it's, it's going to get worse. And I'm not saying... <laughs> I don't know if that's how the bad movie ends. That's pretty much the gist of what I'm saying. And I'm not saying this because I know. I'm just saying this because I kind of I kind of see the signs and uh I've been following this for a while as I said and it, it's just one of these things where uh, the further this country isolates itself away from everybody else it's just going to be harder to get back in when uh things do kick off or when that power shift really does occur and uh that's pretty much the gist of it but just just pay attention to this people the whole crypto thing and um just these countries finding a way off of the u.s dollar so if i would if i would make one suggestion it's travel now before everything crashes because those paper dollars you have won't be worth won't be worth what it costs to print them so i i would you know good god Look at this, man. So, listen. China, which is the most technologically advanced of the U.S. adversaries, has the biggest economy and influence on world trade. Its piloting blockchain technology and a national cryptocurrency could com- could compete with the dollar-based financial system. China's buy-in if it involved moving its trade onto a blockchain platform outside of the conventional system would be a game-changer, said the report. Do do y'all understand? Um, yeah, you have to understand what's going on. I I think I've pretty much outlined this over the course of these small little episodes that I've done of the uh, power shift towards Russia and China, and the four countries that I just named. As I said in the last show, Russia, China, Iran, and Venezuela. Once they have it figured out. They're going to just allow America to keep isolating itself. And um, America, once the dollar goes, there goes all your power and influence, whatever was left of it. So, you know, we should probably understand that. And uh, I'm just trying to keep you up to date on what's going on in terms of in terms of the fuckery, man. Uh, it's a dirty, dirty game. A dirty, dirty game. And um, just... <laughs> I'm just highlighting for you the things that make it a dirty, dirty game that you might not even uh, know about. Uh, Now, (laughs) speaking of weather, and this is why I always ask what happens to the people. There's a drought in Zimbabwe, and there are 2 million people unable to access clean water, according to officials. Last month, the country's two major cities, Harare and Bulawayo, announced they had started a water rationing program which would see residents accessing tap water only once a week. 
The two cities combined have a population of more than two million people. Eh, didn't I just give y'all somewhere in India where um they they were in a water shortage and a drought and uh water was disappearing and there were millions of people without access to water? Uh, I gave you the disappearing lake in Spain. <laughs> Yo, whoever's in charge is not playing fair. It's not. This is two million people that are facing a drought. These are two cities with more than two million people that can only access water from a tap once a week. Do you understand this? In recent years, Harare Municipality has been battling against a low water quality due to a critical shortage of purifying chemicals, which costs in excess of $3 million U.S. dollars per month. Good God, man. Do you understand this? These are people without water. So when you think you have it bad, it's bad. Zimbabwe faced severe droughts between last October and May that have depleted water sources in its cities. Could you imagine you and your family were only allowed to use tap water once a week? Once a week. Just think about it. Just think about it. Um, The water crisis has also sparked fears of cholera outbreak in areas where residents have gone without water for as long as three months. Can we just, do you understand what's happening here? I don't know how many stories I have to um, give you people of cases like this where um, we, it's people suffering with the weather, losing water, not no access to water. Um, it's only getting worse. So those, those if they harp, and weather manipulation are real. The people who run it are not playing fair. Because I've given you, I don't know how many, how many people did I give you in India that are affected by drought or no access to water. And you would be surprised how common this is in parts of the world where they don't have access to clean water. Like Detroit, Michigan, where they don't have access, or Flint, Flint, Michigan, where they don't have access to clean water for years. And, um, oh, well, niggas, life goes on. That's how it works in America, and it's it's sad. But this is, like I, I told you people, it's way, way bigger than you think. And it, you, it's two million people with access only to, to the tap water once a week. How are they going to take showers? How are they going to be hygienic? How are they going to give their babies something to drink? Do we... <laughs> I don't think people people don't care because, you know, it's not them. But uh, we're all humans at the end of the day. So we probably should care about this. Uh, it's it's just crazy, man. Just reading over these stories and giving them to y'all. I'm just like, yo, do y'all, do y'all understand what's going on here? It's a dirty, dirty game and we act like we don't care. But it means tap water once a week. Could you just imagine it? You and your household could only use tap water once a week. You would go ape shit. You really would. But, you know, as long as it's not happening to you, you people don't care. So, uh, you know, 
who am I preaching to you guys? It's uh, I'm just letting you know what's going on out there, and um, just just so you can be aware. So whenever you think you have it bad, like whatever bullshit I think I'm going through, then I come across stuff like that, and I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh, good God, like that's you know, I thought I had it bad, but this is <laughs> this is worse. That's way worse. I just got to get my shit together. These people can only use their tap water once a week. So I just got to be, I got to be grateful, man. Um, now, lastly, the World Trade Organization opens way for Chinese sanctions against U.S. tariffs in Obama-era dispute. The United States did not fully comply with a World Trade Organization ruling and can face Chinese sanctions if it does not remove certain tariffs that break World Trade Organization rules. China went to to the World Trade Organization in 2012 to challenge U.S. anti-subsidy tariffs on Chinese exports, including solar panels, wind towers, steel cylinders, and aluminum extrusions, exports that it valued at $7.3 billion at the time. I don't even have to read the whole story to kind of give you people a glimpse of what it is. Um, it's a dirty, dirty game, man. Uh, and I probably should have read that story right after the crypto thing because it made more sense then. But, you know, just understand that uh, the world is moving on without this country. And the, <laughs> the bigger reason or the validity of why they have or why they can do it is because look at who the con man in office is. So whoever set up this script for it to play out this way uh, did a damn good job. Is World War III coming? I don't know. Are FEMA camps coming? I don't know. Um, hey, what's coming next? I don't know. But there's just way, way, way too much going on. Weather-wise, politics-wise, like I said, all the distractions to keep everybody from coming together and forming the bigger picture or seeing the bigger picture. Now, you know, my little show is not going to change the world or, you know, make the, <laughs> make the world a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There's a people dying. Yeah, I yeah. Listen, let me stop that stupid shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a dirty, dirty game, and we need to. If we could come together and help each other, that would be more beneficial than um, being divided by politics, religion, and a number of other things. But those same things that we are divided by were put here intentionally to cause said problems. By who? I don't know. All I know at this point is that it's a dirty game. And so it's only going to get dirtier, people. With the fall of the petrodollar, um, the con man in office just running shit into the ground. And uh, everything else going on, you know, let's always say, like, we are more fucked than we care to know or realize. And, um... The only thing we can do is be better to each other and um, 
just learn and get our shit together, especially me. Holy shit. Um, and I just have to be nicer. And I got to remember, got to remember my words. My words hurt people. So I have to. <laughs> it goes for everybody, yo. Your words can hurt. All right. And you don't want to hurt people. So you, you got to, you know, you, you got to be careful what the fuck you say, please. And um, just just be careful out there. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it for the show. The message of tonight's show is just, it's a dirty, dirty game. And I was just giving you examples of how it's a dirty, dirty game. And, um, you know, crypto is going to rule the world. The petrodollar is coming to a brief it's coming to a it's coming to a close shortly um it just hasn't been completely phased out yet but they're working on ways around it and that should worry you if you live on the dollar that's the summation of the show um I try to be a little bit more professional tonight i got to i got things i have to accomplish so i have to make these things happen and um i got to get better at this and i can't I can't laugh through the whole fucking show. So this was a serious show, unlike the last one. Um, either way, I appreciate you all for listening, new listeners, old listeners, my day ones, my supporter, supporter, the one person who signed up for like $5 every month. Please, if you have a chance, go sign up and donate the kid like a dollar or two every month. It will be greatly appreciated and uh, just to show your su- support for the show. And uh, my cash app, dollar sign Derek Flint. And, you know, you know all the rest of the info. Uh, follow VOG Podcast on IG, people. So it's uh, it's getting up there, but um, it's a slow climb, slow progress. It's still progress, and that goes for me, and that goes for you. I appreciate you all, and um, until next time, people. Until after this heat wave passes through, and then uh, you'll hear this sexy voice again. But until then, be easy. Don't be kissing people in the mouth, and um, just watch what you say. One y'all.